Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, friends, we're going to get started in one second. It was super duper fun. Anne Marie and Sam are here. We're talking the best moments of the year. We had so much fun, but we totally forgot while we hit record to do our housekeeping, which is very important, specifically if you want to know about our new game. So sign up, go to the holdernessfamily.com slash newsletter. Sign up for updates and only people signed up for our newsletter get the super secret top information about this new game and how to get it. And uh, it's, uh, it's very exciting stuff. So holdernessfamily.com slash newsletter. On to the show. Hi, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. And you're listening to the Holderness Family Podcast. <laughs> that is very much not Kim and Penn Holderness, but basically, these people do live inside of our brains. So, welcome to the show, Anne Marie Tapke, Samantha Allen. Yes, welcome to the fifty-first episode of season six. This is Ooh, our best of twenty-twenty-three episode. Uh, we thought we would have. Um, oh, Penn, did you want to say anything? I'm good. I'm just trying to make sure the audio is okay. We've got, <laughs> we've got a lot four of, of us in the room, and Anne Marie is kind of Bing Crosbying the mic a little bit. Like, he's, <laughs> hey, can everybody hear me? Okay, I'm just Anne Marie. Yeah. So no, I'm good. I'm going to be the audio tech for this one. I'm just happy to have you guys here. So when we were coming up, you know, for our final podcast of the season of the year i really had no idea what we wanted to do so i said emory and sam why don't you make this your problem so take it away <laughs> sounds guys. Like a January no problem. pressure right sam <laughs> that sounds like every day of my life in this job. <laughs> and if you are a loyal listener of the pod you'll know that this was super fun for sam great assignment for her she does not listen to <laughs> the <She> podcast <laughs> No, I she just, will. She will if we mention her. So here, can, like, can I, I have a moment? Can, can I have a mea culpa? Like, can you introduce yourself yeah. for folks who don't, and just right. what you do, and then maybe explain why you don't listen. Okay. <laughs> Tell us why. Wow, <laughs> we love you, Sam. Um, yeah, I'm Sam. I mostly edit videos. I also design our merch. I've worked on the game. I pretty much touch every other part of the. Holderness cinematic universe, <laughs> except the podcast. I just am not involved with it, except for the ads. And I, I oh, edit the ads. the ads. I edit the ads, and I will say that the majority of the topics on this podcast are marriage and parenting, which are two things I don't do. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say marriage and perimenopause. Per- and, <laughs> yeah. and haven't hit perimenopause yet right. uh, as the millennial of the group. So generally, doesn't. You know, not, you're not the target audience. And I would say I do spend my entire workday looking at your faces. Yes, that's true. That's a lot. So to also hear your voice, beautiful voices. No, I get it. Yeah, it's I just, get it. If I don't have to, there's I I get it, Sam. I you know I'm just messing with you. But I, I just feel like the audience needs to know I I'm a hard worker. I'm a good. <laughs> I'm a team player. I can we I do. can yeah, we no, love you. yeah I can confirm that. So. <laughs> Any anyone who's on this team is a hard worker. That is, it just kind of comes with the territory. We don't just do one thing. We used to do one thing. Now we do a lot of things, and so everyone in our team does a lot of things. And um, to your point, Sam, uh, you do not need to listen to our podcast. Anne Marie, totally would fun. you like to just offer a little introduction? Oh as yeah. Well? Thank you. Yeah. Anne-Marie Tapke here, producer, writer, manager, and Midwest neighbor. And Midwest. All 
gosh. So glad to be here with you guys. <laughs> and she- I just really love this pad. I've learned so much this year. You guys, you're and, riding and the mic so hard. I just need you to back up like a little bit when you're talking. Like it's incredible. And okay, can I? It's in almost, my defense, I'm the only one who doesn't have a mic stand. She does so I'm free balling over she, here. She is holding it. She's going commando. It's okay. Um, but no, I'm, I'm just giving you a hard time. You no, and she's job. like literally holding it, and we're all relaxing, and she's holding a microphone. <laughs> you're and like rigid back. Yes, and she has a, an excellent posture because she's having. Meanwhile, well Kim, just like while we're talking, Kim, well, here's how she does the mic. She just she'll like start talking like this, and then she'll just kind of come in right here. I, I I like oh, the, the singing in the rain scene. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is very. Oh, singing in the rain. I that's, you know that's like one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's such a good, good such a good movie. Mm. I know things. You know things. Okay, take right. it away, kids. What a year on the pod. What a year. You guys I've have heard. won an award. Other uh, and the other category, <laughs> you guys. We you are uncategorizable. We what was it was can't it, be put in a box. What was the official award organization? Other. No, other. Oh. It was no, uh, but th- who gave it the short? It was, it was the Shorty Awards. Shorty Awards. We won a podcast award for being other. Yes, <laughs> uh, wait, award. Uh, Just real quick. Other. Was it an award or was it an honorable mention? You guys won like the audience award. So oh, the, the people audience. voted for you, which so I think choice. is important. Yeah, that's that's important. We are the people's choice. Thank you. Thank you. You're people. the people's king and queen. Thank you, people. No, thank, that's huge. That's my favorite. Yeah. I mean, you guys have interviewed so many people. You guys had a woman who was 102 years old talk mm-hmm. about how to live a long life. You had Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. Uh, oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. You had a uh, sci fi novelist, Andy Weir. Andy. Love him. You talked about what it's like to raise and support teenage kids with Dr. Damore and Dr. Hope Seidel. And it's, we, we've laughed, we've cried, but like what else is new? We do that on the daily, right? On the daily. <laughs> if you guys had to sum up 2023 in one word, what would it be? Do you know what word just came to me? <laughs> I'm scared. Do tell us. It is, I don't know why you said one word and right away, um, my least favorite word popped into moist. Me. Moist. Yes, and I was like, "That is not." Would you say this year was moist? moist? Just really moist. <laughs> Would, I hate in, that word. Lots well, of weather activity. You know, honestly, Colorado would describe 2023 as moist. They had record <laughs> snowfall in February. Um, okay, okay. Do the you word have moist. a better Utah. word? Do you have a better word? For Embiggened. So, Tell the regular folk what that means. So, embiggened was a word that didn't exist until 1996 when the Simpsons made a funny joke about how the the founder of Springfield said something about how the, the greatest duty embiggens the largest soul. The teachers were like, that's not even a word. And Webster's Dictionary has since made it a word. Wow. It, it means to make more grand. Mm. Or, or to, and, and I do feel like we like we spread our wings and did a ton of stuff this year. Yeah. Between thanks to this team right here, we weren't just making videos. We started first of all focusing on some of the more emerging social media platforms. We kept doing our podcast. We put out one game and completely developed another game. Mm-hmm. We wrote another book all while doing very embiggened. We have embiggened this year. We have and, embiggened and, this and year. look up the story of embiggened. The the Simpsons have actually invented two words: embiggened. And cromulent. What is cromulent? Uh, Perfectly acceptable. (laughs) I. uh, That's my word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. And again, I think last week's podcast about the whole Christmas jammies 10 years felt very self indulgent, which is like makes me like makes my armpit sweat a little bit. So uh, but so today, thank you for indulging us in that moment there. And then we will we'll have some fun. Yeah, so we're going to listen to some clips and we're going to kind of talk about some things, some questions wrapping up the year. Now, one podcast I do know that Sam listened to mm-hmm. was the interview with Andy Weir because oh, it yeah. was awesome. Mm-hmm. And there's so many good revelations that happen in the podcast. And one of the ones I think that we all felt really validated by was the fact that he has massive imposter syndrome. <gasps> yes. Also, he thinks you guys are super hot. Let's take a listen. Now, obviously, The Martian had this overwhelmingly positive response that was very validating for me. It made me feel very good about myself. 
But yeah, it's scary. And, yeah. you know, I can I can read a thousand positive reviews of one of my books and uh, one negative review. You're describing my wife. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'll just be like, ah. Crushed. You're like, I shouldn't do this anymore. You're, they're right. Yeah, right. They're right. Clearly, I'm, I'm, they're, clearly yeah. they're on to something. Oh, and I've got imposter syndrome coming out of every aura you, of my wait, body. Wait a second. Yeah. You have imposter syndrome? Of course. What? Big please, time. Please talk more about that. Please tell me well, how. <laughs> so let's see. I wrote The Martian and it out of nowhere is a hit. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why this book, which is basically a long string of algebra word problems, became popular. <laughs> so the thing is, I'm a very, very plot-driven author, much less character-driven. But I do consider that a weakness in my writing, that my characters are very flat and two-dimensional. And so I'm always working on that because I think like, hey, people like my plots. Imagine if I had deep and complex characters to go along with that, how much better my stuff would be, right? I'm gonna Ken dis- has raised his hand Yeah, right I'm going to retort, okay. dude. I, I just, I'm sorry. I And look, we deal with imposter syndrome all the time. We don't understand why people like us. <laughs> um, I Like, it, it, quite a bit. Uh, and we... Well, we- you're just both pretty hot, I think. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Um I really hope it's I mean, not I'm just, just I mean, I'm just going to play I'm going to cut that portion and I'm yeah. just going to play it over and over yeah. and over again. No, You're I hope just like hot. I mean <laughs> yes, That conversation like went off the rails after that. Can I say it wasn't what I was expecting from Andy Weir? That that ending, although everything else was everything I had hoped because he is an idol of mine and, yeah. and yours as well, Sam. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge sci-fi reader and I did listen to that podcast. I think the one of the year. Um, and I, I don't, I'm sure you said this, but if you haven't read Project Hail Mary. It's better. It's the, I think it's, it's his better. best book. Yeah. It was my number one read of the last of 2022. So go read that. It's uh, It's got an ADHD element to it. We actually talked to Andy Weir about it. Like the alien has, he holds some executive functioning um, challenges. Yeah. So. So that was a dream guest, I think, for you, Penn. Mm -hmm. And Kim, I want to talk about you love putting things into the universe. So what is a dream guest for you for 2024? Oh. You're talking to the people in the room that are going to make it happen. I know. (laughs) um, Do you want me to tell you your answer? Yes, what is my answer? Dolly. (gasps) Sam, you know me better than I know myself. Dolly Parton. Because I stare at your face all day. Yeah, Dolly Parton. I think I... We actually had an opportunity to maybe it was one of those things where if you go here to this thing, <laughs> you might there is a chance that maybe <laughs> she might also be there. But it was one of those things where we would have been missing, I think, Lola's final tennis match of the season. We would have like had to abandon our children for a week to maybe and I was almost willing to do it. Well, th- and they also wanted us to do a ton of other stuff. Which I'm willing to do. I will do just about <laughs> anything to meet Dolly Parton. So Dolly Parton, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Dolly Parton. Hey, hang in there. We're gonna be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I know that you guys are a mismatch in that Kim likes to put things out there in terms of her goals. And uh-huh. she, she feels like if she says them and verbalizes them, they're more likely to happen. And Penn, you are quite the opposite. You like to keep your goals close to you. Yeah, I don't secrete um this is the secret <clears throat> yeah remember the secret you put you like make a vision board and you say things out loud and calls it secreting he doesn't secrete you're scared that if you say it it, it like jinxes it is that what that's close okay i don't like not living up to my own expectations and when i put it out in the universe i am de facto setting an expectation for myself and also letting other people know it so i'm also letting other people down when i do it So uh, I know that's not, I don't think that there is a single motivational speaker who would nod their head and say, good job, Ben. That's just kind of the way that my brain works. I think most other parts of my brain try to be pretty positive, but when it comes to setting goals, that's something I've tried to work on. And just because I live with my wife, I have made an effort to talk about (laughs) where I see myself in five years, but it's not, it's not my, it's not really my natural go-to place. Well, you guys had a whole episode on this, and I do want to say, Kim thinks, though, if you did put your goals out there just a little bit, you would have saved her from a string of bad boyfriends. Holy crap, that's a good segue. But if you had said, hey, I hope I meet that girl, and I, we could have met a lot sooner. You could have saved me from a string of Steve's. You could have saved me. If, if I had known that there was a cute boy in Orlando. You mean if I'd yelled, hey, I'm going to meet that girl to you as you walked by? Oh, if you had said it to anybody and anybody had said, hey, I know her, we could have fast forwarded and... Really? Who, who are you with? I was with my boyfriend. Okay, so that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> no, that was, I, it was a disaster relationship. Like, so you think you just would have been like, I know I've been with you for eight years, but this guy just secreted like, all over me? Ew. No, we, we were together for like six years, and he was actively cheating on me most of the time. Oh, bless his heart. Bless his... No, but I also say, by the way, I just had this conversation, I don't... Like, the opposite of love isn't hate, it's apathy, because I don't... I'm actually very thankful for him, because he... Because the last time he cheated on me, that's when I was like, I gotta get out of here, and I moved to Orlando, and I... And so... You guys... <laughs> You know, it's so funny. I'm glad that you talked about secreting before that. Oh, because there was no context. I know, because I was yeah. like, that's the only thing we're going to have to talk about in that clip. But we, we've done it. <laughs> we've done Check it. Check the box. Yes. Uh, that that was retelling the story of how we first sort of met or came into each other's orbit. And I was at a football game with my cheating boyfriend and Penn was there working. And I saw you and I remembered your beautiful face and you have no memory of it. I do have memory of it. You're okay. very tall and handsome. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know that's yeah. Okay. Aww. So Penn, I'm gonna tiptoe on this. And you you can tell me to go take a hike. But do you do you have any tiny goals that you want to talk about for next year? They do not have to be work related. They can be like you want to learn to do something cool in tennis. Pickleball, I mean. I'm gonna put, pickleball. I'm, I'm gonna this is I'm gonna put one out into the world and I'll do this for you guys. And ugh. Oh, he's really this is painful. if you guys can see his face. I, right I want now. to I want to spend a sizable portion of next year um raising awareness of ADHD. The stigma that surrounds it, the the fact that it's not a deficiency, um, and the fact that a lot of people have it who don't even realize it, and they are living in a world that maybe wasn't necessarily designed for them, but it it should not be a source of shame. It is a source of shame for children, adults, a lot of women who are underdiagnosed, a lot of minorities who are underdiagnosed. And I would like to amplify that message as much as I possibly can. Slow clap. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're Let's here for you. We We're kiss? here for you. Yeah. I know you guys are here for me. You're like my teammates when it comes to this. Yeah. And I hate setting mm-hmm. an expectation, but I, I want I want it amplified because I've, I've run into a lot of people who say, thanks, no one ever says that. Why don't they say that? Well, we actually got a comment on the video we posted today. A, a mom in France, I think, because uh, apparently in other countries it, there is not even the aware. It's bad here in terms of just like awareness, and mm-hmm. but it is um, in in other countries. Not only is there not awareness, there's just no sympathy, empathy for it, and just learning differences aren't celebrated. According to this one comment, I don't know, I've not researched this. So maybe we take this um, international. 
international ADHD tour. That sounds great. Although I would say that other countries are better uh, than us at most things. Well, they traditionally yeah. better healthcare. Yeah. Making, yeah. Anyway, little nuance. Okay. I love it. Well, the good news is you're working on the final review of your ADHD book right now, which is really exciting. I know it's been daunting, but it is really exciting to get that in the universe next year. And we had Dr. Marcy Caldwell on the podcast this year to talk more about the ADHD brain and why it's like a fishbowl. Hang on. Are you, did you, these segues are too good. Did you like know I was going to say something about ADHD before this? This is my stand-up training. This is ridiculous. It's a really good segue. Segway queen. I like to think of ADHD brains as kind of walking around as if they're like living inside a fishbowl. So imagine a fishbowl sitting on top of someone's shoulders and whatever is in that fishbowl is very present for an ADHD brain. So that includes, you know, your keys, that includes your friends, that includes whatever's kind of present. The minute it's taken out of the fishbowl, it ceases to exist. And emotions are kind of like if we dropped a little dye pocket, you know, like those little tabs of dye that we use for Easter egg dyeing, right? If we dropped one of those into the water and it colored the water, then all of a sudden everything becomes that color, right? So all the things in the fishbowl turn that color. And so when someone's really angry, the color turns red and everything's red and it's all red and that's all we can see, all we can feel, all we can be. And then that color kind of fades away or changes a different color, right? Like a different dye pockets dropped in. And now it's something else completely. Oftentimes when we think about forgiveness with ADHD brains, there's a little bit more, some of it's forgiveness and some of it's just so like, I'm, it just disappeared. <laughs> so Penn, what is the biggest thing that you've taken away from the process of writing the book or, or what have you learned? Anything new that you've learned in the last year about ADHD? And Kim, too, you can jump in on this as well. Yeah, I mean, the underdiagnosis in certain groups, that was really shocking to me. What Marcy just said was really enlightening, too, because um, you always think about ADHD as executive functioning when it comes to tasks and only having the ability to really do one at a time. But um, she was explaining there how emotions can become really on and off switches, right? Like you can really only have one emotion at a time. And she, she found some crazy roundabout way to say it's why ADHD people are better at forgiving. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of cool. Definitely. Yeah, I think um, I'm really excited for the world to read and listen to this book and what the experts have to say. But that was a big takeaway for me too, just about the emotions of it. And the other thing I learned is that, and it has helped it doesn't give Penn an excuse and he's no he knows it's not an excuse but it helps me understand why if something is not in his vision if it's not in his direct like if it's not the one thing he's focused on it is literally out of his brain so if i find his keys on top of the car or i find the milk in you know in the cabinet with the coffee cups I know it's because it literally doesn't exist. It exited my memory. It exited his awareness. And again, he's, it doesn't excuse it. It doesn't, you know, any of that stuff, but it was, it helped me understand like, oh, his brain isn't possible holding, you know, a lot of stress plus making coffee in the morning. Like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So I will say switching gears for a minute. You had a really popular blog and episode around forced family fun. Yes. Which I know you guys had some really fun tips for people. And Penn, uh, one of the most favorite parts of a trip you guys took this year was you and Lola getting lost on vacation. So Lola and I went skiing on our own. Lola's a good skier. Yeah. Um, And she wanted to do some more challenging runs. And so I said, okay. As I said, the markings are not great on uh, European slopes. So we took a turn, took a turn. And then there was one that said either return to this or return to this. The names of the lifts are the same as the names of the runs, but they don't always go to the same place. Don't know why, but that's the case. So I took a right when I should have taken a left. As I took the right, Lola's screaming, are you sure this is the right place? I'm like, I'm pretty sure it is. So then we look around and we're the only people there. Mm, Bad sign. So at one point we look in front of us and there is a road. (laughs) Like with cars. 
with cars in between. And they're in, in skis. It, so thank God these are rental skis. I'm sorry to the rental company. We're wow. clod hopping. If you've seen Blades of Glory with uh, Will Ferrell and Will, uh, Arnett. Will Arnett when they're chasing each other with ice blades and they get stuck on the escalator. Yeah. And so we're just kind of clopping along. We cross the street. We're both laughing hysterically. And we keep going down, keep going down, and we get to a city. It was not the one we were supposed to be in. And it's not the city we started in. I saw like a gondola, but this wasn't like the gondola that you, you take your skis off, you walk up the stairs of like a municipality. Um, most people were not wearing skis. They were, they were taking the gondola to like work. Yeah. And after about 25 minutes, we got back to where you guys were. But like when we were on that gondola, we were equal parts terrified and amused. And it was an adventure. Yeah. You know, like if you get lost, as long as you are in a safe place, it's that's that kind of new experience. And I cannot recommend enough getting lost on vacation. Kim, how much does Penn get lost on vacation? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And Sam had the joy of traveling with Penn for the first time this year. I did. You want to talk about that, Sam? Yeah, maybe we should ask. Yeah. So... This yeah, this year was the first time I traveled with Penn, and um, we had a late an, a late flight, and we had finished up the day early. So he said, "Let's just go back to the airport and see if we can get on an earlier flight," which was great until you know we're sprinting through the airport. Mm-hmm. I had camera gear. Mm-hmm. Get to the door. Doors are closed. Okay, there's a second flight. Sprint to the second gate. They don't have any room for us. Then at some point, we finally sat down. We were back on our original flight. We basically spent three to four hours running through the airport. To get onto our original flight. To get onto our original flight. Um, Do you know what I think it is about traveling with Penn or just being in transit with Penn? Is that it's great. And it's why we won the Amazing Race. mm -hmm. He is always in a hurry. Mm -hmm. And so there will be times when we're on the highway to get to something that we're early for or there's no deadline for and he's passing people he just he's very he's in a hurry (laughs) at all times where as i'm like you know what our day wrapped early let's go enjoy the city we've not been or let's go to the airport and get a good meal like or let's you know what i mean like let's take our time let's stay in what like we were at a pickleball tournament let's stay and watch some pickleball yeah and so like let's just let's take a a detour to go see some Christmas lights or something. Mm. That is, we are taking, we are in a, he is always in the amazing race and he's always in a hurry. And to hear this, like him, this adventure he was telling Lola Mm. uh, about Lola is, is fun. But I would say he's not always concerned with geography and where he's going, but when he's going there, he's, he's going there quickly. Yes. Well, I mean, I was walking next to you, and he was always ahead of us. And I'm like, yeah. is this normal? And you're like, yeah. yeah. And I, I had to pee once, and I was like, I, maybe I should hold it, because he'll leave me. He, he will leave you. He'll be like, I'll meet you there. Do you know yeah. that, like, the um, on TikTok, it's always the, that Home Depot, like, the theme song, and they were showing dads <laughs> traveling. My view of Penn when travel is him 20 feet ahead of me. <laughs> and so, in the amazing race, you have to stay within a certain number of feet of your partner. And it was, and he's a foot taller than me and just a normal fast human. He never, I had to run. I was sprinting. He was speed walking. You know, you see those Olympic speed walkers. He never, his, his heart rate never even got up. It was so bad. I saw that. I feel like that's why you guys held hands a lot when you were walking. It's like, was like yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> offered you a leash, you know, the kid leash. Would I you know. have, would you be like, please, can I have please. one of those? Yeah. There was, if you go back and look, the, there was a, the one in Bonifacio yeah. where you asked me to yank you up the hill. It, it was, it was one of those things where it didn't photograph well, yeah. but the the uh, the hill was so steep, and at that point, I was just like, "It looked like I was dragging you up the hill." But you, I, 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 was like, I kept saying, "I kept saying, like this is she's asking me it's, to do this," and of course, they didn't put that in. Yeah, there. it's consensual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is nothing weird. Nothing, <laughs> weird, nothing, nothing weird. Nothing weird. Nothing weird. So that was a fun memory for you and Lola. What was for each of you? What was your most favorite family memory this year? Aw, another great... I have an issue, and I need to, like... There's a few things I need to... The reason we do this podcast is for me to basically get free therapy. What is it about my brain that doesn't let me collect memories in the same way everybody else does? You can. You just can't right now. This is this month has been bonkers city for you. 
So you've got you've got too much stuff going on in your head. Yeah, I love you, and you're no. handling it really well. But that's what's happening. No, in your I, defense, I give all of your guests prep questions. I did not give you any prep questions. <laughs> <laughs> like I could probably them. look through my phone, but I would say um, I, I think there were so many moments where we've been lucky enough to either be on a quick trip with our kids or something, and we always. You know, even if we get two hotel rooms, we always end up in one bed together watching stupid videos at night. And yeah, those I have some memories of doing that when we went to France because we we're all kind of like packed in. And that was that that France trip was super duper fun. Thanks, Amazing Race. <laughs> what about uh, you? Well, Lola had like <laughs> Lola is a junior in high school who is like going through final exams right now. And she's applying to colleges, and there's all of this. Next a, year, she's applying to colleges. Right. She, well, she's you know she's looking at them. There's a tremendous amount of stress going on in her life right now, and she she decided that she was going to have a mental breakdown from all the studying, but it was a funny mental breakdown. So I walked into her room, and she do you have you guys ever seen the Three Stooges where the guys like walking in a circle? on the floor with with sideways mm. like shemper yeah. like crazy. so i walk in and lola's like ah and she's like giggling and walking in a circle like it, it's, it's she was managing stress in this really really funny way she's so funny and so we started giggling and to me like just seeing all that she's been through this year and how much success she's had we just i just was laughing so hard at her and this was like a week ago mm-hmm. and she and i don't know that's a, a recent memory that sticks out and for PC, I'll do another recent one. Like he's this cute little kid who is it's pretty soon he's going to sprout up and be my height or at least a lot taller, but he's a late bloomer just like his dad. And he had this kind of cool basketball moment last week where um, he doesn't start. He, he plays limited minutes, but he was playing so well they kept him in at the end of the game and he hit these two free throws with like 26 seconds left to tie the game and eventually they won the game and he was a big part of the team's success i couldn't even watch it and i was sitting next to kim and she's like oh he's gonna make both of these and i was like i can't i don't believe it. she's like no we've been working on this in the, in the driveway mm-hmm. so i love the connection i loved the like what he did and the connection with with kim um and all that just made me yeah, really he looked proud. over me and pointed at me before yeah. he did it because i do this game and i'm like okay just because yeah. i don't play basketball that, honestly that was your favorite memory not mine i'll give that to you because you no just, well no I, I don't need yeah i don't know but i'm like okay there's you know four seconds left you have to make these three thirds or your, your team loses and so we just do that <laughs> all the time but it's funny because then he'll like he'll airball it on purpose anyway so it's not Anyway, yeah, you were so confident. You took a video. You sent me a video of his second free throw. I know he. um, And and honesty, like a friend took that because I'm like, if I take out my camera, he looks over. He'll he'll like freak out. But I don't know. I think we just had so many. We just had so many cool. They and the kids have been through a lot this year. I think everybody. It's not always the highlight reel that you see on the interwebs. Like they've had some really. I would say going to Taylor Swift with Lola was the coolest. Like seeing her watch Taylor Swift come up. Like I didn't see Taylor Swift come up. I was watching Lola watch Taylor Swift and that was probably the coolest. But I would say our kids have had amazing, we've had amazing moments, but they probably also this year has marked some of the hardest moments they've had as teens. And so it's just cool to see them get through it. So. Well, we had Matthew McConaughey on the podcast. Yeah, again, we did. Another great revelation. Um, he talked about how even though he is Matthew McConaughey, his kids don't always think he's that cool. All right. So uh, you've published another book. It's a bestselling. That's a New York Times bestseller. You have successfully launched a grant initiative to keep schools safe. Um, do your Do your kids think you're cool? Finally, are you there? Do your kids think you're cool? Does uh, like no one, no, no one teenager t- thinks their parents are cool? But, but you're Matthew they, McConaughey. You're Matthew McConaughey. They, do they think you're cool? Let me let me say I think I'm still in the bucket of most parents on this one. Really? Oh. Yeah. Look, I mean, they thought I was cool for a little bit when 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 Sing and Kubo and the Two Strings came out. That bye bye. That's your voice. I was cool for a couple weeks. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Had a good run. Okay. <laughs> okay. And if we're like rolling through and. A, a movie with their Popeye, Matthew McConaughey comes up. That's not the one they want to watch. <laughs> right. Okay. So basically, uh, for those listening, there is no hope for the rest of us. Right. I if mean, so if Matthew McConaughey can't get his kids on board. Maybe he says stuff like he'll say something and they'll say, Dad, they don't say that anymore. I'm sure that happens in your house, right? You try to say something to be cool and they're like, no. No. And that some. I've also gotten the... Uh, um, 
Oh gosh, don't do don't don't give us another TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I Kim, you kind of answered this a little bit, but I was gonna ask you guys what like one thing you've done this year that made your kids thought you were cool. Mm. So Kim, you kind of took I knew I knew you would talk about Taylor Swift because that is yeah. cool mom points right there. Yeah, I think our kids, the number one question we get all the time is, what do your kids think of all this? And I think that, um, first of all, we are not Oscar winners with, you know, you know, buildings being lit in our honor. So we're not even to that level. I think our kids don't even on a day-to-day basis, because they don't see us make videos. They don't physically watch the process. So I don't think they even have an awareness. And it's not like they have a lot of social media. But in the, in the daily life, I think... Um, my, I got major cool points for Taylor Swift. Yeah. What do you think, Ben? About was, there, was there a time where our kids thought we were cool? Uh, no, no. No. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just going through it, and I mean, I, the Taylor Swift sounds good. I, no. I think when, <laughs> I think uh, Lola saw this on a clip of this podcast with Matthew McConaughey on Instagram. Oh, so having Matt McConaughey and I think made she's it like, cool. What was? How did that happen? I was like, well, he published <laughs> great a question. book. <laughs> great question. And when you publish a book, there's like a PR company that yeah that, that that reaches out and they're like, but you got. I think she was like, but why you? And I'm like, I don't know, honey. I don't know. I so pulled back the curtain. We like even like a minute before the pod started. We were like, "Is he going to call in?" Because like we'll probably get stood up for this. <laughs> we were we had very low expectations. It was great yeah. to see him, uh, and it was very early. I think where he was too. So yeah, it was. Yeah, but I do I do remember. Um, I don't remember what video it was, but I had edited a video, and PC was I think home for the day, and so we just he was watching it at the kitchen counter. And getting his laugh was like just the biggest approval for me. Even though I'm like, it's not his audience, but man, man, getting a PC laugh is just gold. Yeah, they are. I think they are very proud of us. I've got, I found that I just remember the one time that I think the kids thought I was cool. I think at some point this year, our, um, they're both obsessed with friends. <gasps> yes. And like, I think Jennifer Aniston commented on a couple of our videos. And she, they thought they were like, I can't believe that that just happened. Or liked a video. Or they liked or yeah. something. Her social media I don't, I manager. I don't, so, yeah, or her social probably, media manager. Again, it probably wasn't her. Yes. But I'm not going to tell my kids that if they think that I'm cool for one tenth I of a know, second. I know, I know. And I think Lola may have been in a video that got liked. And she's like, oh my, she was like, Lucy. yeah, that is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, circling back to... Uh, Taylor Swift. Mm. New news. <laughs> new news. You got some new Little news? New Heights uh, reference there. We did a lot of songs about her and her budding romance with Travis Kelsey. You should probably get to work, but instead you are doing this. Analyzing all these pictures of Taylor and Travis like, oh my God, look at his face, staring at her and just in case, one hand under one on top oh like a football that he doesn't want to drop and um you also did a full episode on the pod about singing the news because people did enjoy you talking about real-time current events and your most favorite one you did was the netflix song about the dvds ending okay what do you want one more yes okay here's here are our choices okay okay netflix red and white male dvds are finally <laughs> Making a final trip. Do you know why I'm laughing? Why? Because your brother still gets them. <laughs> I know. Sweet Dale. Still gets the DVDs. He was, I was riding up with him to a concert the other week, and he was like, yeah, I got my last DVD sent back. And I'm like, what? I know. He, I, I just, he's so traditional. I love that guy. Or there are rumors, babe, that Taylor Swift may be at the Jets game to watch Travis again. So, okay. so like, but we don't know. So like, we'll, this will come out on Tuesday. This will have happened on a Sunday. So it's like, so it, we should do DVD. So yeah. So that's a, just a rumor. So we could do the DVD one or you could predict the, try to predict the future. Um, you think I want to do that to the Swifties? Oh, like, you think I want to mess with Swifty army? Dumb. I'm not patronizing Swifty army. I no, have, they're uh, powerful. I have a member of them in my family oh, I know. and uh, she would not like it if I, if I played God okay. and so tried to AP speculate News, what was going to happen. This is something from AP news. Netflix DVD by mail service bows out as it's red and white envelopes make their final trip. That's unbelievable. 
Uh, the curtain is finally coming down on Netflix's once iconic DVD by mail service. A quarter century after two Silicon Valley entrepreneurs came up with the concept that obliterated blockbuster video stores while providing a springboard into video streaming that has transformed entertainment. Obviously, DVD uh, service has been steadily shrinking since the streaming service. A fewer than one million recipients who still subscribe. That's more than I think. A million like, people. That's so, like, that's. A million people still have DVD players that work. So it's been, it's been 10 minutes and 46 seconds. Yep. What do um, you got, babe? So this one, I'm just like, just know that I don't, this, this one I'm most proud of. Okay. Okay. So we're going to see how it goes. Here we go. Ready, guys? Mm-hmm. Goodbye, DVD, <laughs> and Netflix's delivery, the movie mailing service, it's about to stop, yeah, who still gets DVDs in the mail, well I guess my brother Dale and a million other people watch it and put it in their mailbox, yeah. It seems to me they live their life like it's 2010 <laughs> Before you could stream absolutely everything Still dealing with the scratches and the scene skipping Technology died out long ago but you still mail it in. Yeah. Something like that, right? That was a masterpiece. That was from a podcast where you were singing the news. You have this really cool talent that you can do that, Penn. Good job. So, guys, what was your most favorite song that you've put out this year? Oh. For Penn. both of you. Actually, we all could answer. Yeah, all answer. Go around the room. Yeah. Sam's Kim, like, Kim loves being put on the spot for most favorite. Yeah, what's yours, Anne-Marie? I think mine's a tie. I really enjoyed, well, I, I will tell you, I loved the clowns song at Halloween. <gasps> the Halloween I one. laughed so hard the way you were like, clowns. Like, <laughs> just something about your voice was so hilarious to me. We were mostly clowns. red lipstick. Clowns. Lifeless eyes. Clowns. Our dad did our makeup. Clowns. This one is with McDonald's fries. Clowns. I also like, I thought you did a great job executing the Eminem rap. I thought that was oh, really the pillow big ones, hit. yeah. Pillow say you better lose yourself in the music and live in the moment. Adventure waiting, so let's go. You only get one shot to express yourself on a pillow. So go ahead and read way past your bedtime. Better not go a day without music or more. Get this photo, it's of the city of Bordeaux. You only get one shot to express yourself on a pillow. Unless you get a wooden sign to go with it. Oh, my uh, first of all, Amory wrote a huge chunk of that Eminem, Eminem song. Yeah. That was so that was hard. And it was and it was your idea. So that was that was. Uh, thank you for saying I executed it well. But you did a great job writing that. And I have a good team that helps with those kinds of things. I think everybody here touches the songs in some ways when it comes to writing it. Except for me. No, you do. <laughs> <And> you, <me>. you, <laughs> <laughs> you and I. High five. No, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree because oh. we'll, we'll put the script out and you'll say. Eh. So the Halloween mm. one. Yeah. I came up. I'm like, should we do something about like, oh, how did we survive 80s Halloween? And then. That's the easy part. And then you wrote something and I said, I don't think that's it. And then we kind of workshopped the idea and about then, the clowns and then got user yeah. generated stuff. And then you wrote to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if Sam doesn't like it, I don't do it because she's the tastemaker. She's the tastemaker. <laughs> yeah. So, she's cringing it. It's not yeah, happening. Yeah. Doesn't, I'm, trying to, I'm looking at the list right here and I feel like, I don't know if we're calling it daddy can't see our big readers energy that yeah. I think when you have like this really like, rap song with just the like dorkiest topic it just works so well yeah mm-hmm. i also i mean for me the memory of being in an enclosed bathroom with a, a smog machine and yes. the lights <laughs> trying oh, to the film. production of it yeah the production of it is just like it comes out looking really cool but the reality is like we're four people in a bathroom yes with the smoke with, <laughs> with the, a smoke machine yeah. and i remember like holding my breath so i didn't start oh yeah, yeah. Can't see. Look at those ridiculous glasses he needs. He needs a meet more at night. Forgot to turn off the cell 
Oh, yeah, I, I also enjoyed, I think, the Halloween, I just the, the evolution of what happened to get it, which is frustrating because we are such a small shop and then to you spent a lot of time working on a version that I said, I don't think so. I'm going to kind of hit the cutting room floor and it's kind of when you lose days of work. So I, I kind of liked the evolution of that. And also you, you wrote like a Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift one. And that was really funny too. I liked that. Thanks, babe. But you've done a lot of you've done a lot more originals this mm, year, which I've been such a fan of. Yeah, those are a little harder to write. Full transparency, they're a little bit easier to put on the internet these days. Yeah, the, with copyright claims. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the clowns one. My favorite one, honestly, was really early in the year. Was when and especially anytime I can get my my son involved even though we shot we shot his entire bit for this video in literally 35 seconds i looked at the clip it was 35 seconds long i'm like you have 35 seconds before you go to school shoot this and it was when um alanis morissette was telling yeah, him to yeah. to put the dishes up mm-hmm. and uh and i like just i <laughs> He he killed it in those thirty five seconds. The video doesn't work without him. So mm-hmm. also, I just love Alanis Morissette. So that's probably my favorite. Oh, Welcome to the Club was another fun one. That was a fun one to shoot. We had we had actors. Yep. We were at a club at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. There, there's something about, I think this was Anne-Marie's idea, there's something about the drug deal for Advil that just, oh, gosh. That yeah. just was, it was a really quick bit, but every time I see that, I lose it. I'm like, we're doing a drug deal for Advil. I was like, go with me on this one. Yes. It's going to yeah. look like a drug deal, but it's just for some, you know, we got a little inflammation. Okay. <laughs> on a vacation with people and instead of like hey man you got got any uh we, got and any, obviously did not uh, participate in a lot of drug deals because i don't know how that's down you got any um, 80s movies you guys got any lewds or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but like it, like it'll be about 2 a.m we'll be like hey buddy you uh get any advil you guys got any advil on you gonna <laughs> <laughs> have a, a you just have a leave it's, i think well, that's fine i think a little tom's yeah got any anti yeah but seriously that's what that's the conversation that goes on at a at a club at one o'clock in the morning so i just thought that was really fun uh, who's in a club at one in the morning? Oh God! Do they? Really? I mean, I, I. So I don't look at me. They even open that late? I don't know. I realize I'm the youngest in the group, but I'm not the clubber I of saw, the group. We're in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I saw somebody. I maybe this person was visiting Raleigh or something, but they were talking about like Raleigh is lit, and they're showing downtown, and I recognized the street he was on, and there was lines out the door, and it was. I was like. Hmm. oh wow people leave the house at good for night? them there's good. a whole other night, there's a whole nightlife scene i know no i have zero awareness of that or interest or or slash interest pen you write a lot of original music but i don't play any instruments that i can't also sing do you like when i send you voice notes my acapella voice notes <laughs> can we that i do in my closet should we release should we release um, their voice notes can we play one of them it's a deep cut right there can we what was i feel like so the best part about it is that she she's doing it and she's her idea is fantastic yes it is and she is not she doesn't have any of the stuff that i have like the karaoke version or any she doesn't have like a fancy mic what she does have <laughs> is is chutzpah and, and enthusiasm and, and also also enthusiasm. also she does kind of try to like sound like she thinks i would sound if it was right. her singing i do and it's unbelievable it's mom's holiday uniform bum 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 comfy sweater bum 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 fancy sweatpants bum 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 cozy house shoes bum 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 it's mom's holiday uniform bum 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 they don't look like sweatpants bum 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 they're actually sweatpants bum 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 the fancy sweatpants bum 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 it's mom's holiday uniform 
Also, my favorite is the unedited Steve chat. Are we allowed to talk about Steve's? Oh yeah, his audio? audio bits. So you'll send me the track of Steve screaming. So yeah. Steve is Anne Marie's actual husband. He is my real husband, and he plays he a like a. Um, you never see him. You'll yeah, never he's the guy on the other side of the fence in Home Improvement. Yeah, so yes. you'll never see him, but that is his actual voice, voice. in the video. When when she appears as the Midwest neighbor, and the tradition is is that she's always walking off, going, "Hey, Steve," and he misunderstands her. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so we we found out early that he can't stand too close to the. Uh, the microphone, right? Or oh, else, right. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you can tell from the clip that they are in. We're their like in our driveway. Yeah, we like we stand up the ends of the driveway. He's gone to the end of the driveway, <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, this is your line," and he screams it, and then she's she's producing him as well. Oh, I give and him. You notes. hear a kid, and you're like, "Hold on, Dad's <laughs> screaming for a minute. We'll be inside." What's, and also, Amory's really close, so it sounds like. Okay, Steve, say it now. What? Okay, say it again. What? No, you need to be More louder. Easily. More yeah. easily. And Does he love getting notes yeah. from you? Does he love that? Is you it know, good for your marriage? Really, no, he's a good sport. He's a really good sport. It, it's it's fine for our marriage because it's like I'm holding my finger up like it's this much of a little ask and yeah. he likes being in it. It is funny if anyone ever recognizes me, he's very quick to be like, and I'm Steve. And they're like, cool, man. Anyway. Oh, it's not <laughs> weird. Steve. It's not weird. Poor Steve. It's not weird. We oh. Shout out to Steve. Yeah, I love Steve. Bastive. Okay, guys, one of my most favorite episodes, and I know we're, we're getting towards the end here. Thanks for sticking with us. Was um, Kim, we had this episode about how well do you know your partner? Mm. And um, we found out what kind of animal Kim was in that episode. <laughs> if Kim was an animal, mm. what animal would she be? If Kim was an animal, what animal would she be? Because we all know Penn's a golden retriever. Yes. Correct. He's gonna. He he knows the answer. Everybody. I'm trying to frame it the right. And he's way. trying to frame it the right way because he knows what the answer is. Kim is a cat. I'm a cat. Kim is a cat. I and I and I'm not a cat person, but I married a cat. He married. He. I'm uh, grumpy. I. Oh no, that that wasn't the direction I, I was going. I like in. to just lounge I, and be alone. That part's true. And but, I get a little judgy. Okay. Hang on. That's not where I was going with this. Um, I think she's very, I think she's very introspective. Mm-hmm. I think that first of all, she has beautiful big cat eyes that I love. Um, Good save. She's, she is not immediately going to come over and lick you to death, but if, but she's loyal once you get to a certain point. And that's something that I've noticed about cats. So she has the loyalty side. She's very intelligent. She's whatever she's thinking about. It's probably a lot deeper than uh, you think. So I think that in a lot of ways, she's a cat. And thank goodness I'm not you know, allergic to her like I am to cat hair. So that's good that she's a cat yes. without cat hair. Yeah. At first, I think I was the person that made that you know, realization. Because at first, I was like, am I a chihuahua? I'm like, no, chihuahuas are kind of loud and barky. I'm like, no, I'm a cat. Like, you could leave me alone for days as long as I have food and water. I'm fine. <laughs> and it's like, and honestly... <laughs> Just a box of cereal. I just love, I'll eat cereal She's three a times cat. a day. I'm a house cat. Yeah. Like, don't put me outside. Yeah. No, you don't I'm like a house snakes. Cat. No, I'm not like a go get the snake and mice cats. Yeah. I am a definitely, I want my fancy feast. <laughs> I want like a really hygienic litter box. And then I'm good, you guys. Just leave me alone. Yeah. I'm a cat. Just cat. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this. So when you really like someone, you just kind of just, you lightly just brush up I against just, them. I, I, I will like, That's cir- it. I'll circle around your feet for a sec and then I'll go away. And then I'm like, that means I love you. That's what I wanted. I wanted to comment on that because I, I think I've worked with you guys for four years now. I think I could count on one hand how many times we've hugged. Oh, we hugged like today. You, we hugged today, which was, which is huge. Happy holidays to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm a, you know, my love language is, is touch. So I, but I'm respectful. I'm not going to hug someone that doesn't want to, but I, I never doubt for a minute that you don't care about me. It's like, you just gotta. Mine's touch too. Why don't we hug all the time? Or do yeah. I hug you a lot? I mean, I probably you, do. I'm a hugger. You hug me too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. We, but that's what I'm saying. Like the circling around, it's so true. Like it's so spot on. Yeah, it is. And it's so interesting that even with my kids, sometimes they'll like, I'll definitely, if they, they walk in or, or if they walk in the room, 
But I, I notice this trait in them. Sometimes they don't want to be hugged, but then sometimes they have to ask for a hug. Mm. They'll say, like, can I have a hug now? And so I have to, it, it is interesting. I don't think their love language, maybe PC, he's like a little bit of a snuggle bear. Like, his love language might be physical touch, but Lola's, is, she's so much like me that I am like, it's now an appropriate time to commence hugging. <laughs> like, it's like very... Please commence <laughs> hug. Please commence <laughs> hug. Yeah. So, Kim, you are a house cat, mm -hmm. and Penn, you are a golden retriever, which is fun. I learned new things. I didn't know that Kim was a cat. What about um, you guys? What are you? <laughs> oh, geez. I'm probably like a squirrel or something. What did I, I come on? A squirrel? <laughs> I've, uh, I mean, I don't hate squirrels. We have these fascinating squirrels in our backyard right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's right. I'm just gnawing at the pumpkin in your backyard. Yeah. That's me. I have, uh, in a previous job interview, someone asked me what my spirit animal was. Which I think is like out of, I think it's, you're not supposed to say that anymore, by the way. A spirit animal. Oh, sorry. You mean, it's, it's canceled. Yeah. Well, you know, what, is your, what is your non... My... Um, <laughs> Soul. What my is soul your... animal. Well, yeah. all I could think of and my favorite animal is a sloth. Um, yeah, I do love sloths. Which is true, but I don't recommend saying that. In the, I didn't get the job. Because <laughs> um, like, oh, like, it's oh, the so slowest moving animal. Don't do anything. Yeah. I'm like, no, I, I just, I sleep. Love to sleep. <laughs> love to hang from a tree. No. I actually, sloths are not, they look really nice. I've mm -hmm. met a sloth. We they, held one. They are not That's super awesome. nice. They have really long nails and they can scratch they, you. They eat corn on the cob and they don't eat it in a really hygienic. clean, hygienic way. Okay, this is just going really badly. Um, <laughs> so we need to find a new animal. For yeah, me. you need, um, you are, what are you? Yeah. I, um, first of all, I think Amory is like a Westie. Yeah, you're like a high energy yeah, I, dog. Yeah, I have a Westie as a right? dog. I probably think, I probably, being realistic, I probably am a human corgi. Like I have the same, like my cheddar. arms and my legs cheddar. are the yeah. same length, I and have I have the coloring. Their hair. Um, I feel like I'm kind of. I can. I can vibe. And corgis with the corgi. are like classic, like small dog who think they're a big dog. Perfect. That's and that's me. literally you. Yeah. What do you bet you? I don't yeah. mind sloth. I think sloths are getting a bad rap. One here. thing I will say about sloths is that they preserve their energy. If they're gonna come down the tree to get food. They make a plan to get. So I'm like a planner. I get things done yeah. and then get back to bed as soon as possible. Okay, go, sloth. So that's fine. I love that. Right? I love need a positive spin on the sloth here. That's right. It but then I'm glad you didn't get that job because then maybe you wouldn't have got this job. That's right. What was the job for? Oh, is there an NDA? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's a, it was just a straight up marketing job. Were it you was marketing like healthcare okay. and like boring. And you, weren't, oh, you, wouldn't have you weren't interviewing for this job while you were working for us, were you? No, no, no. Oh, oh thank my God. God. No, no, no. I'm just trying to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> you can interview. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. You're allowed to leave. It's fine. Well, so in the spirit of learning new things about each other, last question. What new things did you learn about each other this year? Penn, what was something new that you learned about Kim? Mm. Whoa. This is so Going deep. deep. I really should have prepped them on these. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I will send a prep oh, doc. Oh, was it this year? Yeah, I think it was this year. year. This is freaking crazy. I was talking about I was talking about my childhood and about how I uh, played the, the piano, but only for a couple of years, and I got pretty good at it. And oh yeah, and like I'm like Kim, you know Kim's good at everything. She was you know That's what was a nationally ranked dancer or something, and she you know, obviously won the Amazing Race. But I would just mention, it and she's like, oh yeah, like I played piano because my grandma taught piano or whatever. And then and I my won, mom. yeah, and I won like this state award for the best piano player, and I'm like. What? But I was nine, and so there's not a lot of competition when you're nine. Okay, or eight. and this is what she did. She yeah. she deflected on it, she but she's won more piano awards than I have. <laughs> but then I the stopped. Who plays the piano? I but stopped. Then, yeah, I stopped I, taking. I, 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 then I stopped. Yeah, I've never seen up. you play a piano in your entire life. I bet you would sit down and be like, no. I, I would not play the piano. What have I learned about Penn? I think through the writing process of this ADHD book, I have a better understanding of his brain. And again, it has led to some good conversations because he's not using any of it to excuse behavior. But I think once you have an awareness of an understand, you can understand it and you can be empath offer empathy and he also has an awareness and is working really hard at like you know getting things done so i think i've learned a lot just about adhd and how its brain works nice poll <laughs> no it's true no i i've learned a lot thank you no I, i'm just saying like i know we, we started this podcast i think that you were being asked to like 
access your ROM memory and it was it w- and, and you're like your your computer's heated up now. Your memory's fantastic. You're Look there. At you. I know. I think you're like more relaxed now. Is there something about what happened? Like I don't have really really clear memories of my childhood. Like that's I, probably stress too. I think trauma. That, um, no, I'm just kidding. May, maybe a dash <laughs> well, of trauma. Dash of the trauma. But trauma. I think at one point somebody had pitched maybe we should do a podcast of you know childhood memories versus this i'm like we can't do it because i don't have childhood memories mm. i have some gl- like really clear glimpses and then other than that like you could tell me something i'm like oh cool or i'll see a picture mm. and i have no awareness of who i was with what happened yeah. so well that's that, that's why i always note it because you actually do have an excellent memory you really do I think that there's there's parameters around it and we don't have to get into it in this podcast but your your memory is one of the best parts about you like you Mm. i think you have like a great emotional memory you know what i mean like you remember how people were feeling and it helps with the way that you are to them and you it it makes you easy to be around because you but it's so weird when i'm like around like i'll get flashes and i'll like even this weekend i had just like an epiphany of like oh this is why i'm this way I'll get flashes of something that'll happen, have happened in my childhood. And I'm like, oh, that explains so much. But I also have no real inclination to do a deep dive in therapy over it. (laughs) But I will say, this is like the one thing I do know. The fact that you're having flashes of it means that you feel that you're in a safe and secure place at this point in your life. Yeah. To remember that stuff. Oh, damn. Yeah. Therapy, man. Therapy. I, I love therapy. Dr. Sam and I No, no, no. I love therapy for what's happening now, but I don't know how. It's intense. Yeah, I don't know how much I want to dig because I feel so happy where I am now. Yeah. So, like, why? If would it, digging help you? Would digging help me? Yeah, and I don't think not. it would. And I had, like, parents who loved me. There was, like, no abuse, anything like that. Like, it wasn't dark like that. So, like, it just, you know, nobody escapes with a level a few bumps and bruises. Anyway, that went dark. It was supposed to be really fun best of the new year <laughs> kim's childhood trauma <laughs> well i will say while your memory's great pens is not so great as in i've probably told him three times in the last year that my f- what well, my favorite restaurant is it's a board game restaurant oh and last week he sent me a picture of him inside the restaurant with <laughs> he's like you i should think try- you should try this restaurant you'd be so into it and i'm like hang on what did you what do you call that restaurant the kitchen table no it's relish that's the problem that's no ca- it's two restaurants by the same owner. It's two okay. different restaurants. Oh, there you go. Uh, okay, okay, there's the rub. Okay. So kitchen table is the one. Who yeah, I remember you games. saying, is that what is that where I was last night? I thought I was in relish. No, at the bar you were at kitchen table. But I you order- pick up your relish orders in kitchen table. This you were at two places in one. Okay. But if you guys are in Raleigh, you should check it out. This yeah, it's board. awesome. Guys, if you cool. love board games, kitchen table. Yeah. Okay. If I that that were that was the problem. That was the problem. Sorry, Sammers. <laughs> I thought it was called relish. It's okay. I told my family I was getting dinner at Relish. Love you too. Love you too. <laughs> well, we're so grateful for you guys, and I'm really glad we could all gather here today so Sam could learn more about the podcast. It sounds really interesting. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> check it out. I'll check it out if I have some free time. <laughs> I don't have a commute, so when am I supposed to listen to it? That's true. That's true. Well, thank you for being so thoughtful and picking these clips and asking set. You asked really good questions. Maybe this is a format we should explore. And Marie and Sam come on and ask good questions. You ask great questions, and I just sit here and yeah, you're the personality higher. Personality higher. Also, the The segues. And I'll send you a prep doc. Yeah, Yeah. no, no, no. no. I like it. Segues were great, and then so we do you want to do this while we're recording or after we're recording? Do you want to gloat about how you got the time exactly right, or do you want to do that later? What are you talking about? Because I told you before, I'm like, this is going to be too long, and it's exactly one hour. Okay, well, I did self-edit my plan, because I did have two more clips, but I didn't feel like they were going to add any more to the episode, so. Okay, good. Well, so, But you're I right. Say, I'm saying you're right. Well done. I want to say thank you to Anne-Marie and Sam yes. for all the work and just um, love and support you show us throughout the year and uh, for getting all of these crazy ideas onto the internet and giving us your ideas and just sharing your lives with us so thank you i'm gonna give you big i'm gonna circle your feet and go away which means i love you (laughs) big moment circling of the feet circling the feet (laughs) she really cares she likes us you guys no we love you guys we're really proud of you guys and i know you just had your 10th anniversary and it's just been a great ride so fun so glad that we're on this train with you we're on the train and we're not getting off next stop 2024
2024. Oh, and then we get to do a New Year's resolution. Oh, God. Oh, get ready, Pen. Get ready. Get your get, get your, your resolutions ready. Take your deep breath. You know what that get sounds like to ready. me? That sounds like a January problem. <laughs> oh, that's what I've been saying all day today. That's, I'm like, that's a January phrase. problem. Um, your electricity might get shut off. January problem. No, it's not that bad. Anyway. Okay, love you. Bastard. Bastard. Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.